Let's talk about my boy Jimmy Buckets. Man, really didn't believe him. Uh, there's a few things that go with that. <laughs> it's kind of still, <clears throat> I'm still processing what happened. <laughs> I can't believe that the AC just knocked off the first seed uh, that quick in five games. Uh, what, what can I say, bro? Jimmy Butler, uh, I feel bad. I feel bad. I, I think I was like, I wrote off um, the Heat. I wrote off Jimmy Butler. I disrespected him a little bit. So I got to kind of retract what I said. <laughs> Man, slandered my boy. Yeah, I feel like I, like I just, I, I dismiss, I guess I dismissed him. I disrespect him. I just dismissed him too much. And uh, I don't know if I still believe in the Heat, bro. I don't, I, I'm not sold on them still. Because at the same time, the Bucks did go two games without Giannis. But that's still not an excuse for itself because he had big games when he did play. But it's going to be interesting to see how, what, what they do in New York. I ain't going to predict nothing. I'm done predicting. I ain't going to predict no fucking series. I'm just taking things game by game because the more I predict, the dumber I look every week. <laughs> week by week, I look just dumber and dumber, bro. So, But, yeah, shout out to the Heat, bro. And... Y'all feel, how do y'all feel about that when y'all saw the Heat take out the, the Bucks? I mean, I predicted it happening. Is it thing on? No, it's my mic. <laughs> <laughs> my mic yeah, I can hear it. You can hear me? A little bit. I feel like mine yeah. is like loud as fuck. Uh, no, no, man. It should be on, all right? Yeah, it's on. Can you hear me? Let me see. Hello, hello. Probably the volume. He's number... You're number one. He's number one. Number one. I think it sounds better. I think so. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I predicted that he went against the book. So. I'm From the like, beginning? Nah, I, I didn't predict that. Uh, <laughs> I don't uh, think nobody did, really. Yeah, I, I don't think nobody. No, nobody expected the Heat to win. I mean, even with Giannis hurt, I still picked the Bucks over the Heat. That's how confident I was in the Bucks. But, I mean, yeah, Jimmy Butler. He did perform. He's always been like pretty a pretty good playoff performer, but he just kind of reached like another height. And then we still have to mention the fact that the Miami Heat weren't even fully healthy, like nowhere near healthy. Tyler Hero was out. Oladipo went out as well. And for them to win against the pretty much arguably the best team in the NBA, who most people had pretty much winning it all. I think most people had them or the Celtics in the Conference Finals, but a lot of people also had them going. Uh, winning it all, you know. Uh, pretty sure they had like one of the best odds to win the finals. So for the Miami Heat to do that, a playing team that had to make the playoffs and beat the number one seed, I mean that's a it's just mind blocking what Jimmy Butler did. I didn't predict it. I would have never guessed it. I would have put all my money on the books, and I would been I would have been broke, you know, if I would have <laughs> did that. So yeah, shout out to Jimmy Buckets and as far as this Miami Heat and New York Knicks matchup. I got the Heat. I got. I, I just have to pick the Heat. I can't go against the Heat if they beat. I mean, the Milwaukee Bucks are twice as good as the New York Knicks, in my opinion. If for Miami to beat the Bucks like that, five-one, gentlemen sweep the Bucks with the potential MVP. I mean, he's not gonna be. I don't think he's gonna win the MVP award. But come on, Giannis on your team, losing in five games. I mean, he just looks like Miami Heat arguably could go to the Eastern Conference Finals right now. Mm. <laughs> I've been telling y'all all year. 
Jimmy Buckets, the superstar. Told you, wait until the wait until the playoffs. He's going to put up 30 points. He ain't going to put up these little 14, 15 points he used to ridicule him with. <laughs> Look what happened. Uh, man, you know what he told you, Drew Holiday? I own you. <laughs> That's the best perimeter defender, right? He's the best perimeter defender in the league. And he just... Mm. He just made it look so easy. He's like, it was just so quiet. No one even talking about it. I don't know, like, why... It's been so quiet. You know, if it was any other team, then this would have made headlines for like weeks to come. But I didn't see any coverage on this. It was just Is like because nobody believes. It's because like nobody still believes in them, pretty much. Do you yeah. think like that's, that's why it's not really being talked about? But even then, like that's on Miami's part. What about the Milwaukee Bucks part? You know, this is the Bucks we're talking about, right? And they're getting swept in the first round, the first seed. Getting uh, when I with Jensen swept in the first round, no one's even talking about Giannis. No, his legacy. I mean, he had a good speech after the game, but come on, bro. One game. It was a good speech. Yeah, it was a nice uh, speech. I was going to ask y'all, what do y'all think about his speech? Uh, but I, I I, don't know if it's a complete and utter. I don't know why this one this one just doesn't feel that that hard to. I mean, it is hard to believe, right? But now that, I, that it's happened, cause I guess because Giannis missed games, and I think he's just not going to get a ton of the blame because of those missed games and then you said his speech um like the way he took it he's like all right uh, it's a bad season and we just keep it going and if he was there i don't think i don't think that he would have won bro if he if he had not missed those two games Fool. <clears throat> the only game miami won not not miami milwaukee won was without him was without him <laughs> it was literally without him they played better without Giannis. So when Giannis got on the floor, it's they played differently. Now, when Giannis is playing, they run it through. They run the offense through him. But when they don't have him, they re, they have to rely on team effort, which in my opinion is probably better than just relying on one player. We kind of see that with Jaw here. Like we, the whole team plays better here in Memphis without John Morant. Doesn't mean we're better without him. It's just the whole team is just in better like in sync. But with John Morant, everything run, is running through him. So obviously he's going to take more shots than, say, Triple J or Desmond Bain or whoever. So I don't even think with Giannis they would have won. It probably would, it probably would have won another game, but still. And then it's the Miami Heat as well. We have to remember this is a very good organization from top to bottom from the players to the coaching staff to the, the leadership I mean this is a team who was prepared for Giannis and yeah, back to issues point I mean I feel like when Giannis is playing they have a game plan they're going to build a wall to defend Giannis but without him they're like they really don't have anyone to focus on so the team is just like there isn't much of a game plan or they of course they have a game plan but the game plan isn't as like accurate I would say mm-hmm. for Giannis you know, guard Giannis, let everybody else beat us maybe. We'll be at a wall, you know, make them force force them to jump it. But at Giannis, they're like, all right, who do we who do we focus on now? Drew Holiday or is it Chris Middleton? Or is it like, because other players could step up as well. So, I mean, it's, it's very similar to the Memphis Grizzlies. I mean, you always want your best player to be a part of the team, but sometimes teams strategize better with the best player playing. I feel you. Yeah. And just to emphasize, Giannis is not a failure. I think this season was a failure for them, though, for sure. A huge failure. Because you said a lot of people had them going all the way. I think 
we've probably picked them throughout the year, through all the damn, <laughs> all the um, championship winner picks that we've had this whole season. And all right, bro, Jimmy Butler's a superstar, bro. I'm just gonna shut up. <laughs> I'm gonna shut up. Uh, uh, he's just ridiculous, bro. We were watching the game live when he dropped 56, and then to go out and get that clutch, um, that clutch play at the end where he caught the ball in midair and put it in to go to OT, bro. It was a little show too, but it was not. Nice. He is the like epitome of taking your game to another level at the in, in the playoffs, bro. Then we talked about it earlier, and he's actually doing it again. And I'm just gonna shut up, bro. <laughs> he's a superstar, bro. He's 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 a superstar. I'm sorry, Jimmy Butler. I apologize to Jimmy Butler. Hemi Butler. Hemi Butler. Yeah. And I apologize to you, ish. You know, it sucks. But yeah, I think Miami was gonna beat New York. I don't doubt it. I'm just gonna listen to y'all's takes. <laughs> I'm gonna shut up. Um, it's Just looking. to tell you that that Jalen Brunson did go over nine from like yeah, he did. from mid range to three point that game and no Julius Randle either so there's a lot of things in play a lot of things in play that's going on Emmanuel quickly's been having a bad playoffs in general so a lot of things going on but I'm just gonna shut up <laughs> and be quiet. Eden six. And speaking of that, the Cavs lost in five. Mm. Who saw that coming? Not me. <laughs> Who saw that coming? That happened during this week. I thought that happened before our last episode, but that happened during the week. Happened so quick, bro. And Jared Allen came out and said, I think the the, the lights were just too bright. Is that something you want to hear out of your starting center, bro? Hopefully he wasn't serious. Hopefully he said it as a joke. Mm-hmm. But I don't want to hear that out of anybody's mouth, whether it was true or not. I mean. Was this, was this um his first, first year in the playoffs? Yeah. yeah. How long has he been in the league? Like two years? Not, Not more than know, two years. Four or five, maybe. He's been no. in the league for a while. Oh, since 2017. 2017. Mm-hmm. Yeah, since 2017. He's been in, been here for a minute. No, I don't know about that. If it was, he was a rookie, then I can understand, you know. Mm-hmm. Not only is this your first year in the league, but you're, you know, having a great – you're supposed to be in a so-called great matchup against New York Knicks in the playoffs. But – no, you're talking about he's been in there for more than a couple of years. Yeah. No, you don't want to hear that. I mean, I don't want anybody to say that, you know, even if it's true or not. But I honestly don't have a problem with Jerry Allen saying it because, just because it's Jerry Allen. I mean, this isn't like a star player. Thing. He's a very, you know, one of the best role players in the league. You know, he knows his role. Yeah. As far, I mean, I think he was just being truthful, you know. This is a, this is a fact, you know, most players have difficult. Difficult time, a diff, difficult time during the playoffs. So for him to come out and openly say that, I mean, I think it's true. It, he definitely showed up because he underperformed during the playoffs, and I think he was just being completely honest, not sugarcoating anything. Of course, you don't want players to say that, but he was just telling the truth at the end of the day. And again, it's Jerry Allen. It's not like um one of those players that we talk about or make headlines all the time. It's just like an average player, and I think a lot of players could relate to that. They just don't want to say it, and they shouldn't say it. But I really don't have a problem with Jerry Allen just because it's Jerry Allen. <laughs> <laughs> it just sucks that I thought that series was gonna be real competitive and it didn't end up being. But yeah, all the I think all the the concerns I had about the Cavaliers came true, and it showed in like full effect. And it made it worse that Donovan Mitchell had a bad series by his standards. I don't think they cracked. I think they cracked a hundred points like one time. The rest of the games were in the nineties, eighties. 
Like they just there's they're bad offensively. They need they need more of a scoring punch and uh, I bet they would have loved to have Kevin Love in that series because they need any kind of shooting from anybody. Um, but yeah, shout out to the Knicks. The Knicks are Miami Heat in the conference finals. <laughs> Who would have predicted that? Whose bracket is still on right now, bro? Who's <laughs> whose bracket? Like that? There's no way. There's absolutely no way. Mm-hmm. And you were telling me before the podcast issue you had a a comment about. About the Celtics, bro. Yeah, bro. Now that I just seen, we're seeing their highlights. <clears throat> I think they're kind of overrated. What do you guys think about that? But why are they overrated? <clears throat> Tell me why. I mean, they're a good team. I'm not saying they're garbage or anything, but most people would say they're probably second best team in the league behind my, Milwaukee. I personally think they're probably like fourth. Fourth team. I think Philly, Denver, and Milwaukee. This season are better than Boston, <clears throat> but and I don't know. I just when I see Boston play, and you just look at the stats, they just they just seem like they kind of regressed from last year. They've regressed, and then some people are going to say that's the coach because you know they had coach swap and shit. But I don't know. I just I just don't think. Boston Celtics are as good as most people want to say. They're still a great team, don't get me wrong, but... So you don't even see them as a favorite, in your opinion? No. I think Philadelphia is going to win this series. Back off. Well, you had something else to uh, to lay on top of that. What was the other thing you had to say? Oh, man. (laughs) I just go ahead and say it all, man. Get it off your chest. We'll unpack it one by one. Go ahead, bro. I think Jason Tatum's a little overrated, too. (laughs) And the reason why is Bruh You got Jalen Brown On your team The very person who pretty much just Negated your whole MVP race No one talks about him You don't even run the offense Through him And sometimes he outperforms Jason Tatum Like in a lot of areas Even if it's not scoring more points It's just efficiency Last game Jalen Brown shot 8 of 10. Great as, you know, shooting percentage from the field. And then Jason Tatum was, I think, 10 or 25. So, I mean, just looking at that, I was kind of just baffled. Like, why would you – what happened? Why wouldn't you give him more shots? Right. And then he just – like, last two quarters, he didn't take a shot. Mm -hmm. So, I'm like, all right. You know, maybe they were playing defense on him, you know, locking him up, but – Primarily, Boston all season long, they will run the offense through Jason Tatum, whether or not he's hitting or not. And whether or not, well, they will give the ball to Jalen Brown and just let him create. That's what I feel like Jason Tatum doesn't necessarily have the same, like, what would it be? Not necessarily skill or talent. The potential of creating his own shot, just, you know, having the ball in his hands. Who doesn't? Jason Tatum versus Jalen Brown. I feel like Jalen Brown oh. is better suited at that. Jalen Brown just seems to be more explosive and he catches fire like easier and he's just I don't know how to say, like not better, but he can like when he catches on fire, he catches on fire and just goes off. Uh I mean 
I agree to a certain extent, though. I feel like as far as the Boston Celtics being overrated, I wouldn't say that they're overrated. But I would say that I think they're right. They're they're good where they're right now because no one really like talks about them a lot. But everyone knows that they're a scary team and one of the best teams, like from top to bottom, on both ends of the floor, offensively and defensively. So they're always going to be in the back of people's minds. And as far as how long this team has been together, they've been together for a long time. Like this is pretty much the very same team that went against what. The Phoenix, Bron, no, 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 no. Bron, yeah, 2016, 2017, yeah. Bron and them, you know, when they made it to Game Seven, Bron beat them, for the Cavs beat them in Game Seven. So we've seen this team; they've been out here for a long time. That was mm-hmm. what six, seven years ago, yeah. and last year they made it to the finals, which is a great accomplishment, even though they didn't win. I mean, they went against the Golden State Warriors. You can't blame them for that, but we need, they need more. Like if they don't win it this year, then. Yeah, I think it's time to change some things up because they pretty much had the same team, the same core for how much going on a decade, pretty much. So, I mean, yeah, change it up and see where we go from there. I mean, I remember there was a point where people were saying that Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown wouldn't work together. I wouldn't say that, but I do think that them being on the same team can hurt them in a way because they are very similar players, right? They have... Decent defense. I mean, Jalen Brown has more defense than Jason Tatum has got. His defense has gotten better over the years, but they both play very similar, and you have two of the same play styles on the on the same team. You know, two of their best players doing the same thing pretty much. Right? You can get them the ball, tell them to go look for their own shot. If not, then make the play for their teammates. But even then, they're not great at doing that. You know, playmaking, and they're both getting better, but. I think they're just too similar in a way. So as far as like one of them getting traded, if I had to pick, I mean, I'd pick just keep Jalen Brown and trade Jay. Well, pick Jason Tatum and oh, trade Jalen Brown. <laughs> but I mean, I think they just play too too similar in a way. So I wouldn't mind them if like this season, if they didn't make it far or didn't win a ring, then yeah, trade one of them. I, I can't complain about that. If I was Boston, I had to trade. I probably would trade Jason Tatum only because on the market. Now, this is business, right? Who's going to, like, obviously most people are going to think Jason Tatum is more valuable. So you can get more out of that trade than you would Jalen Brown because that's how most people are perceiving, you know, those two. One is more valuable. He's an MVP, you know, runner. And the other guy's just an all-star. That's how most people would, prob- not even most people, but some people would view that. However, um... I don't know. Well, yeah, I think even the teams, even though they know they're basically play similar, they're not that far off from each other. I think they would be willing to give more for Jason Tatum than they would Jalen Brown. But then again, Jason Tatum is younger than Jalen Brown, so you could get some more, you know, prime years out of Jason Tatum than you would Jalen Brown. Let's see. You said they're overrated by Celtics. Are they overrated? I don't think so. Like I think I agree with Tony. They're just they're good where they're at. Have they regressed defensively? What it's looking like right now during the playoffs? I think so. You lose two games to the Atlanta Hawks, and each game, um, the Atlanta Hawks, to their credit, always scrap back, and each game they scored like one twenty plus on the Celtics. 
um, and the Celtics are just able to outscore them. And then again, with what happened with Philly yesterday, the the no adjustments on James Harden and pretty much just letting him rain free on them. And um, I saw a couple of videos and just that Al Horford has been the one that's been getting attacked the most in the playoffs by the Atlanta Hawks and by the Philadelphia 76ers, where they're like relentlessly attacking him, putting him in. I think they put him in. Um, in pick and rolls. Uh, in the Philly game, they put him in the pick and roll 42 times, bro. <laughs> like, they're just abusing him. So, defensively, yeah, they, they're they regressing. But I wouldn't necessarily say they're overrated. Because by saying overrated, that means, like, I don't know. like the, I think Overrated. This, I'm not saying, like, they're not a good team. But what I'm saying, I like. I asked you if they're contenders still, and you, you were saying nah. But I think they still are, though. I think, well, right now, I mean, they're contenders, but I just don't. Over Philadelphia right now, I think Philadelphia just has a better chance. I feel like that about a lot of teams. But I think it's just well, the parity. I'm, I'm saying this. like right now, like what's happening, like there is no other team that could get in their way. It's Philadelphia and Boston right now. I think Philadelphia is going to win this series. Hmm. <clears throat> I see what you're saying. So, I mean, unless they can beat Philadelphia, it doesn't – once they beat Philadelphia or but, yeah, I'm also thinking about like versa. the whole – the whole thing, like the whole the, the West and the East. I think and, Denver can beat Boston too. I'm just not confident in any team, bro. Really, I'm, I'm not, not saying I'm that not, I'm, I'm confident, not, but I yeah. believe they have a better chance of winning. I feel like there's not any overrated team left in the playoffs. If anything, underrated, yeah, but overrated, I don't think there's any under overrated teams left. It's it's kind of just fair game at this point between everybody, in my opinion. I was just answering your questions. And then to the Jason Tatum comment. Uh, now, Jason Tatum a bucket. He does struggle with efficiency. And I do agree. Like, if y'all said they trade somebody, I think Jalen Brown, it would. I would trade Jalen Brown and let him have his own team because I, feel, I see that potential in him where he can almost be like, a bigger Donovan Mitchell in a, in a way. Like, I don't know how to, how to explain it, where he could – run a team and be the the best scorer on that team, averaging damn near 30 on a team by himself if he had his own team. I think we talked about that too early yeah. in the year. And I and I picked out Jalen Brown, and I've always been high on Jalen Brown. So, yeah, if they don't win this year um, and they decide to blow things up or decide to shake things up and get something for him, JB, yeah, I would have no problem with it. I mean, look at what Mikael Bridges is doing. If Mikael Bridges was able to do it, I have no question that Jalen Brown would be mm-hmm. able to perform, you know, on a, on a new, another team and be the best player. I think we'll start seeing him differently than what we see him right now. Right now, we just see him as, like, well, most of the, like, fans see him as Jason Tatum's running mate. Like the, yeah, the, the number two. The number two, but. The Robin. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, that happened this week, too. Atlanta got eliminated. Any comments on that? On Atlanta getting eliminated? Man, they fucking they had a great season in in the postseason. Who the Hawks? Hell yeah, in postseason. I'm not talking about regular season. That that was iffy, but postseason, goddamn, you, they did a good ass. They did a good fucking job. They did. They did. Like, I mean, everyone had them getting swept. Yeah, you're right. Probably winning at least one game. Right. They won two. Mm-hmm. Off a of Trey Young game winner. That happened this week too. The Trey Young game winner on Jalen Brown. And then man, Trey Young, bro, I ain't gonna lie. Man, he's clutch. Like when it matters, he he'll come perform. He'll come. I don't think he's really overrated. He he's a great young point guard, bro. Yeah, 
Yeah, he's, he's amazing. And then, like, one of the games they won, I believe it was out Murray, too. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it, that was when uh, he went off. Yeah, I mean, so, yeah, it was a great postseason for the Atlanta Hawks. I mean, taking the Celtics to two games or six games, winning two. Great season. No, no, no complaints there. Yeah, he's a great player, for sure. I wouldn't consider him a superstar by any means at any point, but he's just a great, great, a great offensive player, a great offensive um, guard or whatever. Mm-hmm. What else did we miss? Um, so we just got the news that uh, my boy Dylan Brooks is not coming back. <laughs> this is uh, it's been a, it's been a, it's been a lot. For the Grizzlies. Uh, it was a nice season with Dylan the villain. It's <laughs> over now. I think this season was a complete and utter embarrassment in the Grizzlies part because of what they what happened right now in the playoffs. My boy said, I won't respect him until you get 40. And and ironically, the Grizzlies get beat by 40. Uh, I don't know. I wasn't even mad about it. I just kind of looked at it and I was like, it's whatever, bro. Like, at this point, like, like I get the Lakers are flowers. Like y'all, like just send the the Grizzlies home. It's like a bad kid that's acting bad in school, and he finally gets suspended. It's like, bro, just go home, bro. It's like me, bro. It's like me in high school. Like you, you finally get expelled. You're like, all right, bro, it's time to go. Bro. Like is that you, time you've you're... done enough. Come get back next year and try again. <laughs> the Grizzlies just did too much. Bro. They did too much talking, too much talking, and not enough. Uh, Tyus Jones had a really, a really bad series. Particularly him. Nobody's talking about Tyus Jones, but he didn't show up at all. I feel like the whole bench was a, a non-factor um, through through those six games. And yeah, bro, I don't know. It's they said the, they said the front office is going to shake things up, and it'd be interesting to see. And I told Ish, see, we could have had OG. We could have had OG at the trade deadline, and we could have just avoided all this. Honestly, bro, we could have just had OG. He would have just been speaking in some British, and we just would have been like <laughs> chilling. I mean, I don't know. I don't think that this season was a particular failure because I mean the Grizzlies, they still were the one of the best teams in the NBA in the postseason. Of course, they beat the Lakers, and this year is kind of a toss up. I had the Lakers winning in six, and it happened. But I can say that if healthy, you know, if fully healthy, then I would have picked the Grizzlies. No, because we forget that Steven Adams was missing. And Brandon Clark. Clark was missing. And in the last game, they didn't have Luke Kennard either. Yeah, so this true. team, this Memphis Grizzlies team isn't the same without, you know, pretty much one of all three of them are very important players. So you have, you have now you have to expect Tillman, who would most likely not even get minutes at all in the playoffs, to come and be a starter and go against the Lakers, against AD to guard them. That's a tall task. And he didn't perform. But it was expected. And, I mean... Yeah, when the, initially when the Memphis Grizzlies were talking trash, it was cool, you know. It was cool. I didn't really have a problem with, but they just kept on egging on it. Another day, something else would appear, and mostly because of Dylan Brooks. And the problem I have with that is like Dylan Brooks, if you're gonna talk trash, you gotta like show up, you know. You gotta perform. There hasn't been a game where he's showed up at he, all. He didn't even show up for the um for the post conference for the post conference. Yeah, so if you're gonna talk trash, even if you don't show up, how are you gonna like skip out on the interviews in the post conference? So. It's just an ugly look. I mean, we expected this happen. You know, Dylan Brooks wasn't going to be with the Grizzlies anymore, and it looks like he came to life, you know. This should have gave him a $40,000 fine. I think it was like, what, 25 k Yeah, it should have been 40000 
That would have been hilarious. Do y'all think there was some internal, some like from the front office and through with his teammates, some internal like frustration with Dylan Brooks? Like, I think so. Like you're talking too much, you're doing too much. Yeah. Because of the way that they reported it, right? Yeah. They said um, the team GM said under no circumstances is he coming back. That's kind of harsh to say about a player. That mean to me that 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 feels like there was already some frustration. It was already kind of like like a tipping about. point, like a tipping point. Like I guess like this this playoff was just a tipping point. To no, I think this playoffs they were just gonna see if they win and they will consider keeeping him. But if they lost, not him, you out. Then yeah. especially after what he said to LeBron, man, old, he gets he's getting tired. He doesn't like to go left. I like to poke bears. Uh. And then the irony of I don't respect no one until they drop four there on me. That was so that was really ironic, bro. Bam. For real. Yeah, and it's not even the way the fact that he trashed out. It's just like what he said, you know. You don't see or hear players like being that disrespectful to anybody. Like we know players who have beef and stuff with each other, but they don't really come out and say that like to reporters and interviewers. So just for him to say that, I feel like he was just trying to like get attention. Get clout. And, yeah, and the Mitch Gibbs like, okay, like, you know, we don't we'll really want you clout. to do that, but if you do do that, go ahead and perform. And when he's not performing, they're like, all right, so you're now, you're trash, you're talking <laughs> you're talking trash, playing like trash, like, what are we going to do with you? Like, you have to show show us something, you know, like, show it, like, get a couple defensive players or score the ball or something, and he didn't do anything at all. And I think that just added fuel to the fire for the Lakers and for them to, like, eventually win that series. I think the Grizzlies were just pretty much done with them, like, you're pretty much a non-factor. You didn't do anything but harm the team. So, I mean, it's a good thing that he's not going to be with the Grizzlies anymore. Bruh. What y'all think about this tweet about Jaron Jackson Jr.? What do you say? Memphis, I'm forever grateful. Oh, <laughs> I, I, I read into it. And they say he say that every year. He clarified it, though. And then, yeah, then the next tweet under it, to be here. Oh. <laughs> uh, uh. <laughs> I just want to see what they're going to do in the offseason. They get rid of Dylan Brooks. They might trade, like, two or three other people and, like, try to get some better pieces. And to be honest, I feel like they should just keep Jai, of course, keep Desmond Bain, keep Jaron Jackson, and then everybody else could go. I don't care. Nah, it's a lot of players. I mean, the whole team is good. As long as it's healthy, they have a good shot. But they should, yeah, get rid of Dylan Brooks, probably, like, two other people, and try to get, like, two good pieces that can – fulfill what you need we're just gonna be defense just imagine in a world where shake melton is still here i mean i shake i keep getting mixed up d'anthony melton is still on the team and we would have went out and got og instead of dylan brooks and everybody was healthy that would have been the perfect world perfect scenario in my opinion but that didn't happen so man we're the laughing stock of the nba and uh i was on reddit afterwards and it was crazy. It was Spurs fans, Hornets fans, <laughs> Magic fans. They're like, I cannot believe that the day has come where everybody has band together and had rooted for the Lakers against the Grizz. We're literally like public enemy number one, bro. Like that team is. I I, I don't know if it's going to calm down. Like, I think Jaw has, no, has something to do with it too with the I'm finding the West quote. Yeah, he, yeah, he, even, he, he calmed was, down though during the season. Yeah, he did calm down. That was like during the regular season, the Lakers team, the Lakers wouldn't even – that was the before the trades and all the, the deadlines and yeah. Phoenix Suns weren't like that. The Dallas Mavericks weren't like that. 
But that's the thing, bro. You talk trash, you got to back it up. And then you talk trash, you're going to have a target on your back. They went from being uh, targeting other teams to being the targeted, and they didn't perform. Yeah, most most teams, well, most fans didn't like Memphis. They were up there as one of the most disliked teams. But the tip of point. I think they're the dis. No, no, I'm talking about during during the regular season as it was progressing. We were one of the most disliked teams because, you know, all that dancing and shit before the games, after plays, all that shit. But then the real tipping point came when Memphis went to Los Angeles. They were talking that shit to LeBron. (laughs) And then Shannon Sharp was talking mad shit to Dylan Brooks. I think after that, they became public enemy number one. Hmm. And it just, they just, I guess, embraced it, especially Dylan the villain. He embraced that role. I mean, you know it's bad when teams are rooting for Lakers, the Lakers team, LeBron and the Lakers. Well, they're like, <laughs> if you know the team is like rooting <laughs> for them, then you know the other team has to be doing something because oh, they, that's I crazy. mean, nah. There was Wolves fans, Blazers fans, Jazz fans. We got Clippers fans his, rooting for Lakers. You don't fucked up. fans, man. <laughs> There's just like, it was like the whole the whole association, all 2019s against the Grizzlies. That was kind of funny, man. Uh, and he has Dylan Brooks. This <laughs> <laughs> Shanghai Sharks. Nah, I think he's gonna get traded. He has to be. He's. Nah, uh, he's, just, he's just he's an unrestricted free agent. Yeah, he's gonna get traded to another team though. He's like. A team is gonna pick him up. Yeah, he's Somebody not gonna be gonna in the G League or out of overseas. But it is funny though. Like they were talking about the overseas. <laughs> Bro, he deserves it though. <laughs> when he go to like the Pistons, <laughs> he look like he's in the Pistons. Yeah, Bro. like a bad boy, bad little bulldog. Yeah, let him go. They gonna like bring back bad boys. Goodbye, Dylan Brooks. Yeah, it's a good season, though, Grizzly. Shout out to y'all. I mean, y'all, they did compete regardless. Uh, Memphis is always going to be the home team, man. Memphis brought the energy, though, as well. It's just, it's just embarrassing, bro, the way that, yeah. that it all ended. It kind of... kind of Bad looks. Erases everything that happened before that. Mm-hmm. John didn't perform either. No. Uh, he was... He, he had performed. an injury, though. He did, he did have an injury to his hand, though. I got to say that. He did, he did injure his hand, bro. I mean, he still dropped 45 with the injured hand. If he dropped 45 one game, you can't bring out the injury of the next game. But, yeah, injuries. Like, everyone's injured now still, though. So many injuries in the league, bro. Uh, and speaking of broken hands, broken fingers. With the Aaron Fox. The Kings go home, bro. We had them winning. But uh, we just got a master class from my boy Stephen Curry. Before before we even talk about that, if this if this mofo win another championship this year, can we solidify him as the best point guard of all time, bro? Ahead of Magic at this point. I mean, he's already top two for sure. It's either him or Magic at this point. And I mean, watching that game seven, come on, bro, fifty points with eight threes. The best player, who's the second best player? Andrew Wiggins. He had like seventeen. Yeah, he, he was the first player to score over fifty in a fifty or more in a game seven in NBA history. Yeah, he, yeah bro. I mean, I mean, if he gets a ring this year, then he's no question number one. Number one. Come on. Damn, where no does that where does that rank him all time? He's already the greatest. He's he's top ten. He's top amongst 10. the greatest players to ever play. I mean, he's top ten for sure, like without a doubt. Yeah, I think. If he wins it this year, like, not, I ain't gonna lie, like, he deserves to be in discussion of top five of all time. Of all time? Of all time. Mm. Mm, I'm gonna top five. Nah, nah, I'm nah, saying nah, discussion. Nah. I ain't gonna say. I ain't saying like, oh, he's in there, but like, no, 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 no. You talking five. about top five? He has to be involved. Of okay, maybe Stephen Curry. 
talking about like if somebody says it, you ain't gonna be mad at them. Like, you ain't gonna be like, like oh, you're stupid if you say like, that. Like there's LeBron, if he continues what he's doing. There's Michael Jordan. There's Kobe. There's Kareem. There's Magic. There's Larry Bird. There's Will. Like that's what I'm saying. You got Tim Duncan. All those people are Duncan, are considered. Yeah. Now, I think if he wins it this year or wins another one in his career, he's gonna have that same like respect. He has to be discussed. Is he in the top five? Maybe, maybe not. No. But he deserves the respect to be brought up at I, least. I still say nah. I just hate. I mean, I mean he's but, top, he would be the top point guard. But those people that you just named, like, I mean, Amari Johnson, he'll probably he'll, he's gonna overlap. But even Johnson. then, like you got, you can only pick five of them. You can't pick all what six or seven I just named. Well, I know for a fact. I mean, it's, of course, it's MJ, Bron, Kobe, Wilt. And Bill Russell in my eyes. And then that's there's Kareem. Right there. There's Kareem. But there's Larry Bird. This is all Magic. subjective, though. This is all subjective, too. That's yeah. what I'm saying. But at least, I think Stephen Curry at least deserves to be brought up. Not necessarily he has to be in your top five. I don't, you, you know, he doesn't even have to be in your top ten. Because that's subjective. But at least he, he deserves to be brought up. For sure. For sure, for sure. The boy did it. He's And, and, and shout out to the Kings, bro. This is what it took to pretty much eliminate them Uh Successful season, bro. I just mm-hmm. want to give him their flowers. He bailed him out. He bailed the Warriors Not just out, him, bro. Kevon Looney, bro. Kevon Looney literally looked like a glass cleaning center from 2K out there, bro. <laughs> he was grabbing every fucking board in the third quarter. I think not just Stephen Curry's performance, but I think in the third quarter when the game was tight and they started giving up all those rebounds, that's what like swayed the game because you were giving them so many extra chances and. You can see the body language, like, you know, like when you give up a rebound, you know, you work hard on defense, you get to stop, but you don't secure the rebound. That's deflating. Yeah, just think about that. And they grab how many? Like, what they grab? How many offensive rebounds in the third quarter? Like thirteen or something, some crazy number like that. It seemed like they were grabbing everything. Andrew Wiggins was crashing. Kevon Looney was in there grabbing every fucking rebound, bro. So I think that has, and on top of that was Stephen Curry stuff, but. I think that was as much as a factor of taking out the Kings and then just Stephen Curry. Yeah, and the Kings struggled as well. De'Aaron Fox struggled. His field goal percentage was good. Kevin Hurd has had a weird. He had a he had a bad season. series. And he didn't he didn't he didn't show up, bro. Uh, Seriously, Sabonis. he didn't show up. Bonus was he didn't show up either. Mm-hmm. He didn't show up at all. It's a bonus. And After he got really stomped. Davion Mitchell like that either. I was kind of surprised in the last game. They had like Terrence Davis, mostly on Curry as well. But I mean, it's the Warriors, bro. You know, it's the fucking Warriors. You can't, you can't just count them out. But yeah, shout out to the Kings. I did not expect this to happen. Did not expect them to be one of the best teams in the West. Did not expect them to take the take champs. It yeah, Seven I mean, games. literally to the last game. I mean, shout out to the Kings. They got a bright next year. And series kind of went from. They had all the energy, high momentum. They were just in a groove. Game one, then it just went on decline as every game. Every game since then, it just got a little worse and worse than their last game for the Kings' performance, I should say. Yep. I mean, they had the chance to take – Harrison Barr had the chance. If it was for that shot, I mean, we could have been talking about the Kings advancing. Uh, yeah. They could have got – damn, they got swept. <laughs> 3-0? Oh, and, my bro. and the Lakers probably would have favored that one. not going to lie. They're probably Lakers kicking themselves. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, oh, the Lakers bet, would favor. I yeah. bet the Lakers are looking at the Warriors. They were watching that game. They're like, fuck. Like, we got to go against this dude, bro. 
this psychopath. And shout out to Stephen Curry, bro. He's on my Mount Rushmore, bro. Personally, he's on my Mount Rushmore. In terms, of, I don't know, bro. Yeah. We can't understand what you're saying, but me personally, I can't just say that because we're biased. We're witnessing Stephen Curry. We didn't witness MJ, Magic, Kareem, Bill Russell, like Will right. Chamberlain. Hey. If he's on your Mount Rushmore, who? Exactly. Who's, who's the? No, I'm saying who's no, the, I'm saying. Who's, the, uh, who's on who's on your Mount Rushmore list? LeBron, Curry, MJ, Duncan. This is mine, bro. This is mine. Hold on, man. Uh, this is mine. This is mine. This is mine. Come on, bro. This is mine. Come on, bro. Don't tell me you ain't got MJ. Stop it, bro. You can't start with Tim Duncan. Fool. This is my list. This is my list. I don't care. This is I started watching since I started watching basketball. This is my list, bro. I got Timmy D. I got Steph Curry. I got LeBron. And I got Paul George. Leave me alone, bro. Nah, this is my list. It's my list, bro. This it's my your list. favorite player. It's not your Mount Rushmore. It's your it's favorite player. It's my Mount Rushmore, bro. It's my Mount Rushmore. Now your Mount Rushmore is who you think is the greatest basketball players of all time. That's all right, take out, take out Paul Jones and put MJ in there just to give him the benefit nah, of the doubt. Nah, 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 <laughs> nah, 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 bro. We're done, we're done with Kobe. that little cute Mount Rushmore, Kobe. bro. Over who? Kobe. Over Paul George. Kobe, Tim Duncan. Kobe, Tim Duncan, LeBron, and Steph Curry. That's it. No, MJ. That's me. No? No? No, but no, I'm not saying he's not a great player. Bro, when I see a Mount Rushmore, right, it's like it, Mount Rushmore of like, I guess I got a different definition. Definition It's like when I see that, I guess it's just personal impact, just the player that I got to see. I didn't get to see MJ, bro. Yeah, I can see all the highlights in the world, but I wasn't there. I got to see Tim, Tim Duncan. I got to see Kobe. I got to see LeBron and Stephen Curry all in their prime or towards the end of their prime, bro. Yeah. That's it. Don't come at me, bro. Don't come at me. Bro. No, I'm saying, all right, so, so I'm saying, I feel like the Mount Rushmore is who you think the best, the greatest players of all time is, no matter if you watch them or not. But, I mean, if you're saying your favorite players, I don't think that's the Mount I mean, it could be, I guess, okay. your favorite players of Mount Rushmore, your personal favorites for Mount, the Mount Rushmore. But Mount Rushmore, to me, is the greatest players of all time. Not your favorite, but the greatest. Yeah. The greatest? That would be a whole another Mount Rushmore that I had to put like somewhere else. Yeah. <laughs> That's too, uh, that'd be too much to think about. I'm not gonna lie. Um, I guess LeBron, MJ. I can't. I, I don't know, bro. I need. Yeah, I, need we'll I would need time. I need time. time. I can't. I can't give you that right now. No, I have LeBron, MJ, and Kobe for sure. I don't know who would be my fourth. There's a lot of players. I'd probably put like De'Aaron Fox. <laughs> <laughs> no, <with> their performance. <laughs> Okay. I, he's still 27, 27.4 for the series on yeah, a broken yeah. hand. Nah. Give that boy up. his props. Yeah, he can't for sure. He better than Jaw. Nah, bro. Like, next on to the next team, next series. Uh, quickly, uh, the Clippers got beat. That yeah, I was too. Yeah, y'all remember Suns that? and the Clippers, bro. Did y'all remember that? That the Clippers got beat? Kawhi fucking yeah. Leonard. Oh, we got, I got I to gotta take back what I said last week. Them. Yeah, but um, they, had, they hadn't lost the series yet uh, when we talked about them. But um, it turns out that his knee actually is bad. He's got torn meniscus, bro. So I think last week I was kind of speaking from a standpoint where I think he was more load managing. And so, I mean, but I think he gets the de- he, he needs to get the benefit of that, bro. It's a real injury, bro. He, uh, tore, bro, a menis- on, bro. he tore a meniscus, bro. How long has he been load managing his his knee? Four years. <laughs> and he still gets <laughs> injured, injured, bro. Is that his fault, though? So At the end the of the f- day, is that his fault? So how much impact has this load management actually had that that's that that's the question that we need to ask. that that's that's what we need to ask if if it had like so much impact like, like legitimately let's say let's give him the benefit of the doubt it that low management had significant impact on his recovery 
he in shouldn't a, be in, in a, a bad league. way or a good way? Good way. Uh-huh. He shouldn't be in the league because that knee is fucked up. And with all this low management, he's still getting hurt. You're not going to be able to play anymore. Now, let's say the low management isn't doing shit. It's just bullshit. That's what it's looking like right now. So, I mean, I don't know. I mean, Doesn't look good either way. I mean, yeah, it makes no sense for him to low manage that long. He's probably arguably, I think, the, the player that has low managed the longest. Uh, as far as everyone in the NBA, he's been more hurt than AD. Mm-hmm. He's been more hurt than AD. So, I mean, as far as that, that, that just can't happen. Like, if you're low management, you're. I'd rather for him to just miss the entire season, like, from the jump. Just miss, just take the two or three seasons. I don't care. As far as like him inserting him in out the lineup, I mean, this year, they were pretty much relying on him to play. And Paul George was injured as well, but they're fine pretty much. They lost traction for the playoff spot or playing spot. And then, of course, when he came back, they took a little streak, a winning streak, and they eventually made it. But then he gets injured again and he's out, you know, so now you're relying on Russell Westwood to be your best player. And I don't know, it's just been, it's just, it's the same, the same old stuff, bro. The same stuff each and every year. It gets to a point where you're just tired of seeing it. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's why, like, we really didn't hear too much of the Clippers because everyone's like, yeah. I mean, for the past two, three years, everyone always says, when healthy, the Clippers are going to make some noise, but they're never healthy. <laughs> they are literally never healthy. So, I mean, it's like a broken record playing over and over again. Just miss the next season. That's what I would say. Miss the next season. Don't get the give the Clippers any hope and, or the fan base any hope. Just let them know that you're going to miss the entire season and prepare for the next season. But as far as, like, going in and out as often as he does, I mean, not playing back-to-backs. And those things, it's just not a good look, bro. I mean, I'm, I'm just, I'm just done with the Clippers. But he's gonna be back for next, for the beginning of this season, next season coming up, and Paul George's too. So, do y'all, do y'all expect anything from them? No. <laughs> just play. That's just <laughs> no. a, that's a fucking, no. uh, But yeah, he's gonna be ready for the season though. But still, no, it's not. at this point, no, it's not. like the broken record about to play itself all over nah, again. He'll nah. be back literally next year, like fucking January. He'll be come playing his first game <laughs> yeah. back. Yeah, man. Yeah, they got beat in the Suns advance, and now they're down 2-0 to the Chicken Nuggets. The I feel like nuggies. we've talked about every goddamn team making it to the finals except for the Chicken Nuggets. <laughs> Is it time that we just put some respect on them, bro? I ain't going to lie. They're going to the Western Conference Finals. They're going to the Western Conference Finals. Man, the Phoenix Suns bench. What, what do you see with them? What do you see with them, bro? I don't see shit because like they ain't giving shit. Sounds like I have a bench at all. They scored four points last game. Their bench scored four points. So you're telling me if they would have put you in the game going against the Denver Nuggets, you wouldn't have been able to score four points? Probably not. I would have. I would have scored. Nah, that's right. I wouldn't have. Nah, bro. It makes uh, no sense. But, yeah, I mean, this was the same question or topic that we talked about before. You know, when the Suns got together, I felt like they're just so top-heavy. Right, who and Chris that? Paul got hurt now. I mean, yeah, but he wasn't doing anything in the first place. I mean, but it, it is good to have him there. But, I mean, as far as him getting injured, I feel like it could have been, like, an actual good thing because, you know, when one player gets injured, another person steps up or the role players, you know, step up and perform well. It I don't know, bro. Like, he got injured, what, third quarter? Yeah. No one stepped up fourth quarter. There's only so much Devin Booker and KD can do. They're top-heavy. Yeah, and the bench, yeah. I don't think no one's going to really step up and – perform they don't have they traded their bench away that's what i'm saying like chris paul when he got injured that's 
That's it, bro. Like, damn, that's it. DeAndre Aiden soft. I mean, yeah, he just hasn't stepped up. Fuck on big for nothing. Damn. I mean, who they got off the bench? Cameron Payne, Terrence Ross, TJ Warren barely played. I'm surprised he don't get minutes. Andrew I'm so Shammett. surprised. Andrew Shamit. Mm-hmm. Um, the firepower. Wayne Wright, whoever. <laughs> That's about it. Toy Cray. Is Toy Cray starting? I don't know. I think he starts. Yeah. He starts. No, he don't start. Yeah. Does he start? Yeah, Craig. It's Chris Paul, Devin Booker, Josh Jacoby. KD. Kevin Durant. No, he don't start. He don't start. He's off the bench. He's off the bench. No, no, they swapped out with Kogi. He started Recently. last game. He started last game. Well, yeah. He don't make a difference. They both are pretty much the same player. <laughs> Josh Kogi. Josh Kogi can't shoot. That's yeah. the problem, too. They leave him wide open. And he can't hit shots. So, yeah, I feel like we just need to put some more respect on the Nuggets. They're... They're pretty. They're, they're they're better than I thought, bro. Jamar Murray. He didn't even. He, First mean, game, last game. Second yeah, game second game. He, well, I think second game. Yesterday he, he didn't do, do shit. Yeah. yeah. But his series against um, his series against the Wolves, bro. He was averaging like twenty eight a game. Yeah. Playoff Jamal's back. With him playing like that, and with Nikola Jokic playing the way he plays, bro. It was like a forty. 40-point double-double or something he dropped last night? 39 and like yeah, 11 or 12 or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Nikola Jokic is, 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 is on another level, bro. Yeah, I mean, I feel like at this point, it really doesn't matter if the, the next two games are in Phoenix. I feel like the, the Phoenix Suns are just overmatched. They don't have an answer for Jokic. You know, he's eating. Like, he's literally eating and just facilitating. He, he get into his spots. Not even double-team, bro. <clears throat> just playing one-on-one with... Aiden. You, you can't double team them. There's, they have shooters and weapons all around them. You got KCP, Jamal Murray, MPJ, Aaron Gordon. He's just letting Jokic just eat. He's just, he just, he's not even utilizing mm-hmm. his passing skills. He's just yeah. scoring that well. last game, too, he started off with like seven quick points. Like he started off real aggressive. That's last what I'm game saying. Too. Like, it's not even aggressive. It's like most teams would double team Jokic to get the ball out of his hands. So he doesn't have time to run the offense. But he's such they, a good passer that. <laughs> yeah, he that, that's how he can counter that double team. But here we are in the playoffs. They're giving him one-on-one coverage, no double team coming. So he's able to assess what's going on. And most of the time he's seeing, okay, I, it's a one-on-one coverage, and I I can get a bucket on this guy. Like Aiden isn't gonna stop me like in the post, mm-hmm. and that's how he's getting all these buckets. I mean, the, the Nuggets, their defense has been amazing too. By the way, mm-hmm. like I know KD and Devin mm-hmm. Booker have been going off, but they're difficult shots that they're making. Like they're making them work for it. And you can't stop those. Well, you can't stop KD at all. You ain't gonna stop him. You can only make his shots uncomfortable, but he's, he can still make them. Yeah. Devin Booker. I don't think you can necessarily shut him down. You can slow him down to a point where he just scores 20 on you. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's, that's, I guess, great for what you can do in the playoffs against the Phoenix Suns. You're going to have the Nuggets, a well-oiled offensive machine, getting easy buckets versus two players having to make – you're relying on two players to make tough shots in a seven-game series. Yeah. yeah. They're mean, gonna, they can get them a game, but I don't – but to beat them in the series – yeah, it's like um, I mean, the last game I was watching, it was like pretty much a close game, but it got to a point where Darren Booker and KD was just exchanging shots, and then you know, in third in third quarter, in. Huh? yeah, they're just selling yeah. for jump shots, and the jump shots weren't going in. So it was like at that point, if they're not going in, different nuggets were. They just maintained their pace, and they just kind of took off and blew the whole thing up. But 
Yeah, respecting your two best players to just make every single shot, it's not going to happen. And again, their bench, they have no bench, it's non existent. Aiden is mm. pillow soft. I mean, he's <laughs> mm. been that way for the longest, so you're not going to expect Aiden to step up. And you know, with Chris Paul injured now, like, what are they going to do? You know? Man, that's. I ain't even a fan. I'm not a fan of Chris Paul. I said it before, but that's some bullshit that he just got hurt. He wasn't even like contacting. No, he, he wasn't like none bad. He's just so fucking unfortunate yeah, he got he hurt, bro. Jumped in the air and like. Yeah, he, he tweaked right. it, I think, as soon as he jumped or he like he made some uh, contact in the air with, I forgot who it was. But he made contact. It wasn't like no malicious or anything like that. So it was either on contact with the individual or when he took off, he, I guess, tweaked his growing area, which is it's unfortunate. Yeah, but even speaking about Chris Paul, we've seen, we've seen a pattern with Chris Paul as well. Getting injured. Playoffs. Every playoff, oh, CP has man. been getting injured. And the is, one he was healthy, they lost in the finals. Yeah, uh, just oh, back all the way to what, 2012, 2013. Every playoff, he gets injured. And it's crazy. I mean, of course, he's getting old. He's not the same, but. It's only going to get cursed. worse, bro. Yeah, it's like he's cursed. It's only going to get worse. Really? It really is looking that way like he's cursed, bro. And I remember y'all saying earlier in one of our podcasts, I asked y'all that like, who has the most approved this offseason? And both of y'all picked the Joker. With the most approved this off season, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good about the Nuggets, bro. I feel like I've been, I've personally been sleeping on them the whole year. They've been, the, it's like they've just been coasting first seed and just kind of been overlooked and nobody really believes in them because of their past. I mean, I don't think it's necessarily that. I guess they expect the Nuggets to be top, top one of the top teams in the West. So they were like, they kind of got the same treatment as Milwaukee. You're expected to be. One of the top teams in the West in your least, conference because you have one of the best players in the league. But should at least Milwaukee got picked to go to the damn finals. It's like this but, whole year, I mean, every yeah, every analyst, every media person, even including ourselves, bro. Like we've never picked the Nuggets. I told you this. Like we talking about who's gonna make it out the West. We got the Lakers, the, I Grizz, say the, Lakers. the Grizzlies, uh, the I said the Suns, and like we talk about everybody. But the Nuggets, <laughs> the Nuggets are just like sitting there at the top of the of the West, and nobody's really batting them an eye, to be honest. I feel like for me, they're hey, doing what I they're think, expected to do. I think you should want to turn the mic, like no, like angle it. Is this better? Yeah, uh, right there. I think it's just kind of far, but I think it was angle and shit. Too. That. I'm pretty far from mine too. I think yeah, it's probably the angle. I don't know. Yeah, it's like cool, on top of up. it. Huh? <laughs> See, yeah, she's sitting straight See, up. I don't know. What's there you go. Just it? turn it a little bit. Can you hear loud. me now? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I can hear you. <laughs> yeah, I think it's expected. I mean, so far, they performed to what they're supposed to do. Being the Timberwolves, I mean, come on, that was easy. That was like, it no, should have been a sweat. Should have, but, but Timberwolves gave them a game. Ant-Man said it wasn't over. Yeah, yeah, Ant-Man did his thing for that one game. But, I mean, now, up 2-0, it's not, not, it's not surprising for me. I think that happened this week, too, right? What the Timberwolves got beat? Uh, yeah, you yeah, know, uh, Ant Man's getting charged with third third degree assault. I talking about for them from the chair that he threw. That's bullshit. They're just, just looking for money. Third bro. degree. Yeah, he didn't even third that. degree assault, bro. That's so fucking stupid, for him. I mean, we talked about unfortunate injuries. I don't think that we mentioned Victor Oladipo when he took that fall and no. got a, another knee injury, bro. Another one, like another torn ACL again. I feel so bad for him, bro. It's, it's unfortunate. Because I, I don't think we mentioned it last time. I think mm-hmm. it happened before last episode, too. I don't think so. Or was it this week? I don't nah, know. It, it, was, yeah, it, it was after. 
Our last, our last or on the day games. of when they played the. I think uh, it was the day of when they played the Bucks. Because they played that game in Miami, right? Yeah, they played in Miami that day. Yeah, I think it happened that day. So yeah, Damn. I mean, it's just, it's not surprising for me. I mean, after the Pacers, he's he, never been the same. He hasn't been the same. He's been injured. So I mean, he's one of those players where like I'm like, all right, is he in today? Oh, okay, he's not. It's expect. I mean, not surprised or anything. Been in and out of lineups, in and out of teams. But it just sucks though because you know, like they get players like him get injured when they're coming back and they're starting to like find some sort of form. Yeah. And then they get injured again, and you're just like, God damn! Like this really cannot catch a break. Like is this like genetic and just people are just more prone to injuries, bro? It's not necessarily that, bro. It's it's just human biology. We're not giving these players enough time to rest up, and not only that. Is that what we're going to see with, like, Kawhi Leonard next year, too? It ain't only just that, bro. Like, we have the medicines to get these motherfuckers to heal so quickly on offseason, but we ban it because it's unfair, quote-unquote. Stupid, but that's another topic for the offseason that we can talk about. I mean, I feel like there's only so much you can do for injuries. These yeah, there guys is a limit, have though. the best doctors in the world. But they're, they're the best. they don't have access to certain things, though. Like, they can't do stem cell, which is proven, bro. Bro, that shit is a miracle worker. But they can't, they can't do it because it's illegal in the United States. That has nothing to do against NBA. I understand, like, they don't want to, I guess, break grounds. They don't want to be, I guess, the blade, the trailblazers and shit and certain things. Which is fine, I guess. Kind of stupid, in my opinion. But for what they have right now, it's still amazing what they can do with just the doctors and the certain resources they have at hand. It's amazing what they can do, how they can come back from injuries, certain injuries that would take two years to heal from or like a year. They're back in like two, four, five months. That's that's fucking amazing. Like from what we can do right now, that's amazing. But even with... I just don't know. When you're playing at a high intensity as this, the NBA level, it can really strain your body. And I guess some players just are too eager to get back on the court after an injury. And sometimes if you just get back on the court and play at one, you try to play at 100%, you're going to injure yourself. You're going to re-aggravate or cause a new injury because you don't, you didn't allow your injury to heal up, and I just don't know, man. I think that's probably the main reason why a lot of players get hurt. They want to get back out there. I mean, injuries are inevitable, though. They're like, there's no way to avoid injuries. I mean, yeah, you can limit them and hey, get safer, but just mm-hmm. think about Paul George when he broke his leg. Come on, bro. How are you going to prevent that from happening? I thought that was the okay. end of his career, but he, he's bounced back. Yeah, but that's like a freak accident, though. There's some players that they just get like small little things or not even small necessarily, but just they tear an air, they, they sprain their ankle. And then from there on out, they just, we see injuries, knee injuries. And that's how it is. It starts with the ankles, then the knee, then it goes up to the hip. It's got my ankle hurting, bro. Just talking about that. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Injuries, you really can't control like that. I mean, just think about how many times have you sprained your ankle? Too many. Exactly. Too fucking and look, you're just a regular person who hoops for yeah. fun, and these are NBA players who run up and down the floor for and pretty much an hour straight. I think when I was court. young, when I was young, I never got injured, bro. Now that I'm, <laughs> no. but now I'm getting, I'm, I feel like little, it's like nagging injury. It's like little <laughs> shit like under your foot, like ankle, knee, 
and shit. I can't say crisscross anymore because then my knee starts hurting when I get up right. and shit. Like, bro, <laughs> it's like little shit like that. Most aggravated. of my ankle injuries came because I just, even when I was recovering from an injury already and I just said, fuck it, I want to go back out there and hoop and I re-injured myself. So that's what I'm saying. I think, and then these people are getting paid for that shit. And they, some of these people have more of a love for the game than me. So they, they want to get back out there and play. So that's why I think they just get out there when it's just too soon. Yeah. Unfortunate, but it's part of the game and it's part of what allows teams to win or what breaks. Mm-hmm. That's what allows a championship to happen. Yeah, it happens every, year. every fucking year, bro. It's happening right now. I think it's the number. It's probably the most important thing to win a championship is it's health. It's yeah. health. Not even most important. It's a m- biggest factor in in the postseason. Who's injured? Injuries. Because no matter who wins, there's a little injury history in every fucking series. Yeah. I think we covered everything in the first round. Um. I don't know if y'all want to talk about, y'all want to end it here or talk about, like, I guess the Warriors and Lakers coming up, the Celtics and Sixers already got a game in, um, the Nuggets and Phoenix, of course, already got two games in, and what other series am I missing? I'm missing something else. The Heat. And the Heat and the, the, Knicks. And the Knicks. Y'all just want to say that. Uh, I think we can say I, that. I pick my, I we say one. I don't know. I mean, y'all can say y'all predictions. I ain't going to predict nothing. I personally am not going to predict any series. I'm taking game by game, bro. I'm, you don't even want to talk about the series? I'll talk about it, but I'm not going to predict. Uh, what, I'm not going to be like, oh, you want to talk about What series you want to talk about? You know which one I want to talk about, man. I don't know, man. The Lakers and the Warriors. We get to see my boy. Oh, man. First time since... What year, bro? What was the last year they met in the finals? 2018, right? 2018? Yeah, with... KD, half a broadcast. decade, half a decade ago, Ooh, bro. we're gonna see the war. We're gonna see LeBron and Curry go back at it. I got in another the playoffs, bro. For the off season, bro, I got something for y'all. When y'all say Draymond Green's a Hall of Famer, I got something for y'all. <laughs> but still, I'm gonna, no, no, I'm gonna, save, I'm gonna save. I'm gonna save that. No, 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 he hate it. I got, I'm gonna pull up some fucking facts and you can be like, oh, you ready for oh. that? Mm-hmm. But yeah, all right, I'm gonna get some facts. No, back no, on no. You, all right, come on. We'll wait for this off season and, so we can have some and, material. And, and he predicted the downfall of Dylan Brooks. <laughs> he said the winning is gonna happen not with you but after you and look what's going on, bro. That dude's a, uh, he's legit, bro. He's legit. Stop hating on him, bro. I ain't never say he was he wasn't legit, but man, I, well, what, what do y'all think about the Lakers and Warriors series? I think y'all are intrigued because <sighs> it's gonna isn't be that, a fun isn't that, isn't that y'all who's y'all who's that, that's y'all's team right now, right? To win like y'all y'all I mean, favorite. It's to gonna win? be a sweep. On what part? <laughs> <laughs> on what part? No, that's fair. It's not gonna be sweet, but um, is this a seven yeah. gamer? Yeah, I think uh, I think this is a game seven, and I mean I had the Lakers, and we had the Lakers winning it all before the playoffs started, and we got to stick to it. So, I mean, I feel like this is um, going to be, of course, um, a headlining matchup, and two teams who are very familiar with each other. I would say that I think a lot of people are picking the Warriors, but we kind of remember I think the the Lakers are had the winning record again. Against them in the regular season, I think they're like three and one. The Bucks has a winning the winning record <laughs> against the Heat, and look at them. Folks. I'm not saying that that's all, but yeah. I feel like the Lakers are prepared for them, man. I mean, the Warriors, uh, the game they actually played tonight. I feel like the Lakers are gonna win this game. Oh, they play tonight. Yeah, they play mm-hmm. tonight. And, and then yeah, and the Warriors are. I mean, they only have one day of rest, so I feel like the Lakers are gonna win this game for sure. Oh, they're at the Oracle though. Yeah, they're an Oracle. And they, I mean, I mean at the, the Chase Center now, not the Oracle. Yeah, they're a whole tip, different team at home. But I still got the Lakers winning this game. And, again, I got the Lakers winning the series, too. 
Man, uh, I'm not going to predict a series, but I think it's going to go seven games. If you want to guess my prediction, you can go ahead. But I got the Warriors winning tonight for sure. Nah, you got to pick. You got to pick who's winning the series. Oh. So who's going to the Western Conference Finals? Warriors. You think the Warriors going to win the series? Warriors yeah, in seven? Yeah, I think so. I mean, sure they might. In seven, I think so. I feel, I feel it, bro. I think Lakers going to win in game six. But either way it goes, bro. In game six? Yeah, bro. Stop playing. For what, okay, what do you see that makes you say that it's going to be only six games? Oh, they have LeBron. For, I'm just playing. But no. Tell me about AD. And AD? Yeah, let's talk about Anthony Davis. Because I feel like, that's who, been like the default answer is like, who's going to guard Anthony Davis? Who is going to guard him, though? It's Lune. not about to guard him. They got Lune, Kevin Luna. The rebound Kev- machine. Uh, Kevin Looney. Kevin Looney. No, no, he, he, he performed great in the first series. I'll give him props for that. He performed great. But is he a better defender and rebounder than Triple J? Defensive player to you? Is he better than him? Better rebounder, yeah. Fuck yeah. But it also, in def- he, but he can hold it. He can hold his own, bro. He can hold He can definitely Better hold than Triple own. J. He's not. No, no, but better than Triple J. I'm not, not saying. I'm, I'm not saying, saying better. No, I'm no, not no, saying no, Kevin no. Kevon Looney. He's not a better can't defender. Do nothing. He's not a better. He can defender defend. Than... He for sure he can defend. He, he shut down Sabonis arguably. He's not. He's not a better defender than Triple J. I'm not gonna go that far. But what I do tell you is he can hold he, his own, and he's not gonna be a pushover where people are seeing this huge huge mismatch. It's not a huge mismatch in my opinion. It's not like a gigantic mismatch that you can just abuse and go to. Not the case. Like whatsoever, I don't think there's a mismatch anywhere on the floor for either for either team. Honestly, that's what's gonna make it so interesting. Who's gonna hold LeBron? There's no one big enough to hold him. Wiggins, he's a good defense again. You must have forgot they got a DPOY sitting on the bench. <laughs> you must have forgot they got DPOY sitting oh, on the bench. Shit, man. You must have forgot they got DPOY sitting on the bench. Draymond, motherfucking green. You must forget. I mean, Draymond Green, he's he... see by him, he can. I don't know. He's kind of weird because he he doesn't necessarily have to guard one position. I think what the Warriors is more about help. He even said it. Like I think he said it on his podcast. He was like, help? "Don't worry, help. Oh, like, help. Don't worry about don't worry about like playing the one on one defense." He's like, "The guard's gonna get around you." It's more about like the communication after the after the guard gets. At least don't you. give it up so easily. You know, make them work to blow yeah. by you. That's yeah. I understand. Like I mean, he understands that. But I mean, who's gonna hold? LeBron, though. I just told you who. Andrew Wiggins is going to hold it on. Andrew Wiggins can hold it on, bro. Andrew Wiggins. You must forgot what he, he did with Jason Tatum last Andrew, year in, in the finals. But Andrew. Oh. But I'm, I'm just saying, Jason not saying Tatum. I'm not saying that he's going to do that no, to no, LeBron. No, no. I, I'm just telling you I, what, I he's, what yeah, he's capable he, of He's capable of that. But you also got to think about it. That's In a certain aspect, that's not the same. LeBron isn't Jason Tatum. LeBron is. I'm just saying, but the Andrew Wiggins. He has, has the capability to be a great defender. Yeah. But even then, at the end of the day, LeBron. Is gonna win that matchup, and then who who you gonna have? Who you gonna hold? Hold him, hold on him, Draymond Green. But I think I think Jim, it LeBron gets, has it gets, it gets more complex than trying to break down what matchup is gonna win this and that. Like he just I don't know. There's something more. I mean, that's your best. That's your best matchups against LeBron James. If if anyone anyone else on LeBron James is just a horrible matchup. You, like- you want you want. Andrew Wiggins and Draymond on LeBron. If you don't have those two players on LeBron, who's gonna be on LeBron? Steph, Clay, 
But there's gonna be there's gonna be there's gonna be moments in the game where you are gonna have Steph or LeBron or you're not Steph gonna want LeBron. and you're not gonna yeah, you're not really necessarily to. want that. But it's gonna happen though. And then I mean, it can and it's be. gonna happen where LeBron's gonna have to guard Stephen Curry. <laughs> it's gonna be time where they go Oof. and pick and hunt hunt out LeBron James or or they go hunt uh, D'Lo and that it's gonna happen. Bro. Or hunt they're gonna hunt Austin Reeves. That's why I think I think it gets more complex than just seeing all right which player beats. You know, trying to name five players and who beats who. But I mean, that's how majority of the game is going to be run. It's like, that's your man. That's your assignment. Defend him. Lock him down. Do your best against him. That's how it's going to be most of the game. Of course, it's going to be pick but and imagine, rolls. Imagine and, we would have broke down the Bucks and the Heat that way, too. Like, all right, let's go one by one matchup. Who's going to win the matchups? Jimmy Bucket. Jimmy Bucket's going to be the only. One. He's going to be the only favorable one. And Out of the happened? five players that are on the starting uh, lineup. This is exactly what happened. But the Heat won. That's why I'm saying there's like more that, I, I don't know. It is, that's just me, though. Just me. I mean, I think it's. It all comes down to the defense, and the Lakers have the better defense. They're the better defensive team, I feel like. Um, and then if you look at just broad, like nothing specific, the Sacramento Kings took this, the Warriors to seven games. Yeah, they play extremely similar. They pretty much play identical, right, just run and gun and all this offense, barely any defense going on. But the Lakers have the number one defense, so – I don't think the Warriors are going to be able to put up the numbers or the numbers that they did against the Sacramento Kings. You know, the both teams wanted to play that game. It was like a matter of, you know, two boxers just fighting it each and every round, seeing who's going to stand, knock, be standing up. Yeah, who first. Exactly. But for the Lakers, they have the defense they can fall back on, and they can slow the game down at times. And they could, you know, AD and LeBron is going to run that pick and roll. They're going to be able to just kind of just slow it down, and that's going to mess up the Warriors' pace. So I feel like the Lakers – are going to be prepared for that, and I think that's why they're going to win. But, I mean, of course, they still have arguably the best, the greatest point guard of all time on their team. I don't expect Clay Thompson to just have a great series. I don't expect Andrew Wiggins to have a great series. I don't expect Draymond Green to have a great series. I think Draymond Green might have a good series. I don't think so. I feel like the last, I mean, the series well, he had, to, to, this one was the for greatest his, series for him. Um, for we expect a Draymond Green. I'm not saying he's going to come out 2015 like he used to. Yeah. I mean, but, I mean, hey, we might get surprised. We he, don't know. He scored 20 in one of the games, didn't he? <laughs> like, surprisingly. <laughs> like, he scored 20 points for, like, the first time in the years, what it mm. felt like, him scoring 20. But, I mean, he doesn't need to. It, it's going to be interesting for sure. But, yeah, I got the Lakers winning in seven. Arguably six. I want to say yeah, six. But I, I just I feel like it's six, a seven-game series. I say Lakers and six. Lakers and Lakers and seven. Say, I say six. I say Warriors and seven, bro. I say Warriors and seven. Respectfully. Can't go wrong either way. Regardless, bro, it's going to be a great basketball series, bro. I think the Warriors are the favorites, actually, to win the series. It might be. I see a trend in myself. Am I a hater? I don't ever pick the Lakers to win shit. <laughs> <laughs> I don't ever pick them. I mean, nobody. Cool. We all got teams we hate. I mean, even then, like, Warriors... It's not like, oh, Warriors aren't going to win this shit. Shit, they got a legitimate, legitimate chance. I would but say. I just think Lakers are going to win it. Yeah. I'll just leave it at that. <laughs> Lakers are going to win. If they beat the Warriors, they win in the chip for sure. Because then they're going to – I think they're going to beat Denver for sure, bro. You're jumping the gun, bro. You're jumping the gun. <laughs> You're jumping the gun. And you need to stop because <laughs> see, this is the be, thing I'm saying, bro. It's like, be LeBron James hate, versus I don't hate the Lakers, bro. There's not a player on there that I hate. Probably except for Dennis Schroeder, because he's just he's just ugly. But <laughs> there's not a player on there that I hate. It's the fan base that just mm. irritates me, and especially when you get on social media 
they're just it's like they have it's like 80 percent of them are casuals and they just say the most outlandish <laughs> dumbest shit and they just like oh like you just get on my nerves bro like when free agency comes, they're like, we're going to buy the whole league. We're going to get this player, that player, that player. I'm like, bro, shut the... Like, not knowing what cap space is, they're just like, yeah, we're going to get... Uh, we're going to go out and get DeMar Rose. We're going to get Zach Levine. We're going to put him with LeBron. Like, shut the fuck up. Everybody go to the Lakers. Shut the fuck Yeah, it's like everybody... Everybody want to... Well, fuck, everybody want to play in LA. Nobody want to play anybody. Dude, shut the fuck up. Shut I mean, up. It's kind of true, though. There you go, bro. No, 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 no. Hold on. Hit me up. Hit me up. People want to play with Los Angeles because. A lot of times they have a legitimate chance to go in the playoffs and make a run because of their organization. And then you have LeBron James currently. That's basketball-wise. You don't think these people love that California weather? You don't think these yes, people ish. love yes. getting high on that fucking weed? Yes, bro. You don't think these people, <laughs> these players love them bitches out there? Yes, bro. Yes. I'm just saying, bro. It's, yeah, they just, you got to think about what happens off the court, bro. I'm, I'm just being honest. Like, you want to play in Milwaukee right now or Los Angeles? People going to be like, what the fuck am I going to do in Milwaukee? Drink beer? Or I could be smoking weed with bitches on the beach? <laughs> I mean, come on, bro. Uh, that's true. I mean, the Lakers are always going to have that, that fan base. They're always going to be one of the top markets. But not everyone can handle that that spotlight on them. You know? Mm-hmm. Nah. Lakers and seven, that's all I'm saying. I don't even have a problem with the Knicks fan base, but the Lakers one, bro. Let me see, bro. All right, so I got the Lakers. Lakers against Warriors. Lakers, I got the Miami Heat against the Knicks. We haven't even talked about that, bro. We don't have to go in detail. I'm just saying who winning the series. I'm not even going to say the games. I got Miami winning that, too. Yeah, Lakers, Miami against. It depends on. Now, for the 76ers, if if the beat isn't playing, then then the the 76ers are going to storm back. And eventually, when the series even be in play, but if it be comes back, kind of just depends on how many games he comes back in. If he goes back next game, they still might lose, honestly, with him back. Mm-hmm. But just for like assuming that he's gonna be out next game and the game three as well, I'm going with the Celtics. So Lakers, Heat, Celtics, and who's next? Oh, uh, Nuggets and yeah, I'm going with the Nuggets. So that's gonna be the last four teams standing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The Knicks. Okay. In the heat, bro. My, I mean, Jimmy Butler just sprained his ankle the other game, first game. He came back though. He kept playing. No, he, yeah, but what you what, what you guys think? He's going to play tonight, um, or he's so. back in Miami getting rested up for mm-hmm. game three or four. No news came out, so I'm assuming he's going to play. Nothing's came I don't out. No, bro. I think he should. If he ain't like feeling 100, percent bro, like no, he should probably like rest. Uh, assume that he is good and he's ready to play. You, I'm assuming you got the Heat. Jimmy Buckets. It's got to. Got to pick the Heat. I've seen what they did to the Jimmy Bucks. Buckets. Okay. Take, taking away home court. Ooh, they're going to be up 2-0 going back to Miami. Mm. Damn. You got the Knicks. How you know? <laughs> I just know. How you know? What you think is going to happen? Orange and blue skies. Orange and blue skies. <laughs> I, got you, the, I got the Knicks. What you think is going to happen to make them win? You think Jalen Brunson's going to I think they're gonna, come back? They're going to start hitting. Jalen Brunson's going to hit his shots, and it all depends on Julius Randle coming back during the series, too. And I think they're going to make the proper adjustments um, that they need to on Jimmy Butler and Gabe Vincent. I'm not, I'm not sold on the role players of the Miami Heat just yet. In my humble opinion. Right. But I'm not 
I could easily see this one going seven games, and like I'm saying, like, cause I, like I have to put respect on the Heat. I'm not dismissing them at all. And if they win, I would not be surprised. Like I'm not gonna be like, oh my god, the Knicks just lost. And right. It's like okay, they, you know, the Heat won and they deserve it. I'm sure Jimmy Butler's gonna show up, and he shut me up last week. I can't say shit about them no more. He's he's a superstar and straight up, and he's the best player in the series. But I still I'm still gonna pick the Knicks in seven. And then for the other series, I guess uh, I got the Warriors, I got the Knicks, I got the Nuggets, and Joel Embiid comes back. I got Philly. I, I stuck with Philly going to the final, so I'm gonna stick with that. I don't see. I have, they haven't given me a. They haven't given me a reason to not believe that so far. So Philly, crazy win, uh-huh. crazy win. Then Philly versus New York. I mean, Philly needs to punch that ticket. They're gonna have to punch that ticket. Or if the Celtics make it, that's a, that's a ticket punch to the finals. What yeah. if the Knicks, bro? Stop it, bro. If the Knicks is a Heat, <laughs> stop it, bro. That'd be the most boring finals ever. What Eastern Finals, Miami or Knicks? I mean, uh, wait, yeah, you said Miami Heat and Knicks, right? You know what I'm saying? saying but, but imagine a world where the Heat or the Knicks advance to the finals. finals? <laughs> to the where's the conference finals? No, to, the, to the finals. Are one of them? Because one of them is gonna advance to the Eastern Conference Finals. Can you imagine? I mean, the Heat made it to the in 2020, but that was during a bubble. Now this is like different, bro. This is packed the rooms. Oh bro. man, you want to discredit the no, bubble? No, I'm not huh? discrediting the bubble, but there's just something different to it. There's something different it, to it. it. Yeah, bro. It it 100 is, bro. You got the energy of the fans, like you can feed off of it, and it can, it can also disrupt your game and the flow. Bro. And it, I think that would real. be so like poetic if the eight seed makes it to the finals. It would just represent what this whole season was the entire time. The unsung so much parody. Heroes parody and like not knowing who the fuck is gonna make it to the finals and you're like the ac made it how much damn how much of an impact on jimmy butler's career would that have if he makes it to the finals this year how stupid does minnesota look how stupid does chicago look how stupid does philadelphia look for giving up I think Philadelphia looks the dumbest because they, they, gave him up. they chose they chose Tobias Harris over no 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 they, they chose Ben Simmons no for they chose they chose, Tob- they chose Tobias Harris over him it nah, was either Tobias Harris or Ben Simmons I mean not Ben uh, Tobias Harris or Jimmy Butler they were gonna keep and they they rolled with Tobias no Harris. but Jimmy Butler was like pretty much saying hey man this young fella he's too, he's too soft he ain't, he ain't ready for this shit so they I mean, decided to get rid of him. The short term, you can't deny him being a superstar. But in the long term, if they make it, I don't know, bro. I don't know what that would do, really. Man, all I know, those three teams look stupid. They do. Yeah. They're all in Cancun right now. 